just want to just for a couple of minutes just bring all that together and uh, just this idea that you know Jesus Christ is the one who is raised to life and today is an exciting and inspiring it's been an exciting and an inspiring morning seeing um, people being baptized and following Jesus Christ who is the one who died and rose again but you know 2,000 years ago On that morning 2,000 years ago, where the children told us the story of Easter, it was an anxious morning. When the ladies or the women were going to the tomb, they were anxious. 2,000 years ago, they were running to the tomb and they were looking for the tomb because they wanted to prepare Jesus' body. For them, he had died. The person they put all their hopes in had gone. And so what they were going to do on that morning was go to the tomb, find his body and prepare it, which was the custom of the day. They were anxious, they were concerned, and they got to the tomb. And when they got to the tomb, they were greeted by two men, what they thought. The Bible tells us they were angels, and Andrew read that story this morning. And the two men, these two angels, said to them, Why do you look for the living among the dead? He is not here, he is risen. And their anxiety then turned to astonishment. They thought they were looking for a body, they were going to prepare his body, and now they were greeted with a a tomb where the the stone in front of the tomb had been pulled away, and there was no one in the tomb. They were greeted with the story that he's not here, you're looking for the living amongst the dead. He's not here, he is risen. They were astounded. And there's three things that are mentioned there. It says, why do you look for the living among the dead? One Christian writer said this, we live and die and Jesus Christ died and lived. He's the only one that's ever experienced that. He died and lived. They said, why do you look for the living among the dead? They expected Jesus to be dead and buried. When they got to the tomb, they were greeted with, he is alive, he's not here. So they then said, he's the living among the dead. He is not here. You know, the tomb of Christ is famous for what it doesn't contain. Jesus' tomb is famous for what it doesn't contain. You could go to Israel, you can visit the tomb, but there is no body. The tomb of Jesus Christ is incredibly famous, worldwide, renowned. And we're celebrating that this morning because he is not there said, he is risen. He's not just alive, but the angels then said, he is risen. And this morning, baptism, as Andrew has just been sharing with us, and we've seen these lovely people being baptized, baptism signifies going down and dying, as it were, and being placed in the tomb, and then coming up out of the water and being raised to life. Just as Jesus Christ died and was put in the tomb, he arose to life. He is risen. And the hope of Easter isn't just that Jesus is alive. It's much more than that. It's Jesus is risen. He's the only one who died and rose again. And that is an amazing thing for us this morning, the miracle of Easter. You know, a great leader and teacher and prophet, if if they died for a cause, that would have made them a great martyr. A great teacher, a great prophet, someone who died for a great cause... That would make him a great martyr. But Jesus was raised forever, and that makes him a saviour. So much more than just being a martyr, Jesus is the one who was, not only did he die, but he was raised and now lives forever. That makes him that he can now act as our saviour. So much more than just a martyr. Jesus Christ didn't come into the world to make bad people good. He came into the world to make dead people live. 
Jesus has come into this world to make dead people live. I don't know about you, but I meet people that say things like, there must be more to life. Surely living and a job and having a great life and doing this and doing that, lots and lots of people say there must be so much more to life. That's why there's programs like Escape to the Country and Go Escape to Another Country because people are looking for more to life. There's something in our hearts that looks for this more to life. And that more to life is a relationship with God through his son, Jesus Christ, who fills the gap in our hearts, that dead gap in our hearts, where he wants to bring life and hope with a relationship with the living God. Jesus is alive. And you can know this life of Jesus in our hearts too. As we come to a close, in Romans chapter 10, verse 9, we read these words. If you declare with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. You know, to believe in Jesus as Lord, we need to do something in life. To make Jesus our Lord, to make Jesus our master, God our master in our lives, we need to do something. The Bible says quite clearly is to repent, to turn your life around and to say to God, forgive me for living for me without you. That's what it means to repent. To, we live for ourselves without God. And to make Jesus the Lord in the reading that we've just read is to say, I, forgive me. I want to live for God. I want to live for you. I want you to be my master in my life. It goes on to say, if you then repent and if you believe and trust in Christ that God raised him from the dead, you may know this life too. That's what it means to be a Christian. And we've seen people declaring that this morning. But it doesn't just end there. You know, the resurrection from the dead, being raised to life, isn't just at the end of this life. There is something more to life. Death is not the end. Nothing can hold back the love of God. But it's not just for the end of life. It's for today, here, right now. And Paul said to a group of people in the letter to the Ephesians, and with this we'll finish, I also pray that you will understand the incredible greatness of God's power for us who believe in him. This same mighty power that raised Christ from the dead and seated him in the place of honour at God's right hand in the heavenly realms. So in other words, it's this. Today, you and I may know this risen power that raised Jesus from the dead, raised to life fully, completely. You and I may know the same power that raised Jesus from the dead, living in our lives now, not just for when we die, not just for the end of life, but now. And that's why we can say that Jesus brings life today, for now, and for the future. It's an amazing, amazing, amazing miracle. There is no prison that can hold us captive. No matter what darkness, no what cell, no what difficulty, no what oppression or depression, no matter what a doctor has said to you that what can't be done. We heard Vicky sharing a story, what a, a, a doctor had said and what things can be done. You know, there is nothing. With, with the fact that Jesus, the tomb could not hold him, death cannot hold him, he's alive today, there is nothing can that hold us captive and separate us from God and from his love. Easter doesn't just mean that we escape death. Easter means that we also not only be released from death and captivity, but we embrace life. And you may know that life in our hearts and lives right here, right now, right at this very moment. Just as we've seen people being raised to life, you can experience that too. Let's pray together. God bless you and our boys and girls. You've been amazing this morning and for your attention. 
and it's an exciting morning. Father God, we say thank you that you raised your son, the Lord Jesus Christ, to life. Just as he said it would happen. He said that he would die for our sins and be raised to life on the third day. Death is defeated. The grave has no sting. We may know you right here, right now. And I just pray for people that are here at this very moment that we might know you. If you're here this morning and you have lived your life, you may be a good person. That's fantastic. You may have read the Bible. That's fantastic. You may even go to church and say prayers. Do you know what? Well, I mean, I'm not just saying it. Fantastic. But what makes us a Christian is someone that has said, God, forgive me for living my life without you. I want to live for you. I repent. And if you're that person this morning, just in this moment of quiet right now, if you've never done this before and said, God, forgive me for living life for me without you, then maybe in your heart and in the silence, just in this moment, just ask God to forgive you that you might be able to live for him and with him in your life. I'm just going to give you a second to do that quietly in your heart. Lord Jesus, we thank you that you are alive today, that you hear the prayers that are being said all around this auditorium by different people, and you receive them. And we just pray right here, right now, at this very moment, young and old, people here for the first time, people here from many other times, that you would hear those prayers of people saying, forgive me, God, forgive me, Father, forgive me, Jesus, I want to live for you. Just pray that you would reach out and touch those hearts right here at this moment. We just also, Lord, come to you, maybe those of us that believe this morning, that trust you and love you, and we just need to know a fresh sense of your resurrection, hope, and power in our hearts and lives. Maybe a doctor has said something to us. Maybe there's circumstance in our lives that's out of control. Maybe some of us feel as if we're imprisoned, held in, and and life is circumstances, something I can't deal with. But we thank you that you deal with all things, that you break the captives free, that you can set prisoners free right now, that you have the power to touch our hearts and lives at this very moment and turn darkness into light and despair into hope. Right here, right now, we pray the same power that raised Jesus from the dead in his resurrection will be released right at this very moment in and through our hearts. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. 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 God bless you. We pray you have an amazing and happy Easter Sunday today. We're going to stand together as we close this morning and sing together. We pray that you have a great day and God bless you. Thank you.